Hi listeners, this is David. Welcome to episode 5 of Upward Journey Bible Study, where we study the Bible and theology. I will be using the World English Bible as it is in the public domain. I've entitled this podcast, Navigating the Bible Content and Message, Part 3. We will be studying an overview of the five poetry books of the Old Testament and learn these books in order. We will also learn a little about their content and draw some lessons from some of these books. Let's get started. In part one of this series, we learned the two main divisions of the Bible are the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament has 39 books, and the New Testament has 27 books, for a total of 66 books in the Bible. The Old Testament covers the period before the birth of Jesus, and was written before the birth of Jesus. The New Testament covers the birth of Jesus and the period after the birth of Jesus. It covers the events of Jesus' life here on earth, the history of the early church, and letters written by apostles and disciples of Jesus. In part one of this series, we learned the names of the first five books of the Old Testament. These five books are the books of the law, and their names are Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. In part two, we learned the names of the 12 historical books in order. The 12 historical books in order are Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, and Esther. These 12 historical books can be divided into three sections. These three sections are the pre-monarchy historical books, the monarchy historical books, and the post-monarchy historical books. The first three historical books are before the period of the kings of Israel and Judah. These three books are Joshua, Judges, Ruth. Then there are six historical books during the monarchy, the time of the kings of Israel and Judah. These six books are 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles, and 2 Chronicles. Then there are three books after the time of the monarchy, when other nations ruled over the Jewish people. These three historical books are Ezra, Nehemiah, and Esther. Thus the twelve historical books in order are Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther. In this episode, we will focus on learning the five poetry books. These five poetry books in order are Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. If you open your Bible in the middle, you will likely be in the book of Psalms, or in Job, which is right before the book of Psalms, or in the book of Proverbs, which is right after the book of Psalms. First, let us look at the book of Job. The book of Job has 42 chapters. It focuses on wisdom and the problem of good people suffering. The first two chapters are narrative, and the last chapter is narrative. Between these two divisions are poetic chapters. In contrast to the book of Job, the book of Deuteronomy's theology is basically if you obey God, you will be blessed, and if you disobey God, you will be cursed. In other words, you will be rewarded in this life for obeying God 
and will be punished in this life for disobeying God. From this idea, some developed the idea that if hard times came to a person, then they must have committed some kind of sin warranting the level of hardship they were undergoing. Job's story differs from this view. Job was a righteous man who served God. God blessed Job with good health, a wife, many children, and much wealth. One day, Satan appeared before God. God pointed out to Satan how good God's servant Job was. Satan accused Job of just obeying God because God had blessed him. Satan suggested that Job would not serve God if he lost all he had. God gave Satan permission to bring hardship onto Job's life, and in one day all of Job's children were killed in a tornado, and all his wealth was plundered by outside armies. Yet Job continued to obey God. Then Satan suggested to God that if Job's health was taken away, then Job would curse and forsake God. God gave Satan permission to strike Job with painful boils. Yet Job did not forsake God. Then three friends of Job came to visit him, and they suggested repeatedly to Job that he must have committed some big sin for God to bring all of this on Job. However, Job insisted to his friends that he had not turned from serving God. Finally, at the end of the book, God explains to Job that God in his wisdom knows what is best, and God does not have to explain himself to Job. Then God restores Job's health and gives him more children. The point of the book is that God sees what we cannot see. God is in control and is just because he does not have to explain or prove himself as to why some good people have to suffer. The Bible teaches that God does give grace to those who are suffering. God can turn suffering into something good for the person going through it. Jesus, who is God the Son, came to earth to serve God and endured suffering. He started off his ministry fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. Jesus also suffered ridicule and rejection. Jesus suffered and died on the cross so we could have the forgiveness of sins. Next is the book of Psalms. There are 150 Psalms or chapters in the book of Psalms. Usually the chapters in the book of Psalms are not called chapters, but Psalms. Many of the Psalms were written by David, but others contributed to the book of Psalms, but all were under the inspiration of God's Holy Spirit. Some of the Psalms are songs of worship. Some are laments in which people cry out to God about the pain they are going through. Some are songs of confession in which the psalmist is confessing his sins to God and asking for God's forgiveness and restoration to fellowship with God. Some psalms are historical and remind us of how God has worked in the past for our good. Some of the psalms are messianic and point to God's future king who will rule over God's kingdom. Christians believe Jesus was God's promised Messiah. Messiah means anointed one. A part of the way a king became king was when he was anointed with oil uh, by a prophet that is, was part of becoming a king. As an overview of these 150 psalms, we will look at a few of these psalms. First, let's look at Psalm 1. 
Someone says, Blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand on the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in Yahweh's law. On this law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree planted by the streams of water that produces its fruit in its season, whose leaf also does not wither. Whatever he does shall prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For Yahweh knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked shall perish. World English Bible. This psalm gives us three characteristics of a blessed person. One, a blessed person avoids temptation. Here there is mentioned three ways in which he avoids evil. One, he does not listen to bad advice. Two, he avoids bad company. And three, he does not participate in doing evil. First, first he does not listen to bad advice. First one says the blessed person does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. This is not as easy as this verse appears. Sometimes it is easy to identify the wicked. When someone tries to get you to do something that obviously is wrong or harmful, you should not listen to that person. Some obvious counsel not to follow is advice to commit a crime, or advice to hurt someone else, or advice to smoke, advice to drink alcohol, or participate in illegal drugs. Harder to identify today is those who appear to be good people. They treat you nice. They may be your school teacher or professor in a position of trust. Yet the state government may mandate they teach things contrary to God's word. They may call good evil and call evil good. To know not to follow their advice, you need to know God's word. For example, some may counsel a person to have an abortion, yet from God's word, we know that God does not approve of murder. The second thing a blessed person does is he avoids bad company. The blessed person does not stand in the path of sinners. The Bible teaches that bad company corrupts good morals. Christians are careful about whom they make friends with and associate with. Further, the blessed person does not sit in the seat of scoffers. A scoffer looks down on and makes fun of others or belittles them. Christians are to have humility and not make fun of others and belittle them. Rather than delighting in evil things, a person God blesses is one who delights in God's word. Instead of listening to advice of bad people, we need to go to God's word for instruction concerning what is good and what is bad. The blessed person reads God's word, studies God's word, and meditates on God's word. What does it mean to meditate on God's Word? It means we think about what it means and how we should apply it to our life. Another psalm that has helped many is the 23rd Psalm. The 23rd Psalm talks of God as our shepherd. A shepherd takes care of his sheep in the same way God takes care of his people. God provides comfort and security when we are in danger or even facing death. God also guides us down the right path. He gives us good advice and teaches us the truth. This is what Psalm 23 says. 
Yahweh is my shepherd, I shall lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and loving kindness shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in Yahweh's house forever. World English Bible. Let us look at a few more verses in the book of Psalms. Psalm 27, 1 says, Yahweh is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Yahweh is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? World English Bible. Yahweh as light gives us guidance and knowledge of the truth. Yahweh as our Savior forgives our sins. God helps us not to be afraid. God gives us strength to face life. Psalm 32 verses 1 to 2 talks of the blessing of God forgiving our sins. Psalm 32, 1 through 2 says, Blessed is he whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom Yahweh doesn't impute iniquity, in whose spirit there is no deceit. World English Bible. Psalm 40, 1 through 2 talks of how God delivered a person from big trouble. Psalm 40, verses 1 to 2 says, I waited patiently for Yahweh. He turned to me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. Psalm 51, 10 through 12 talks of a person who committed a great sin and asked God to be forgiven, cleansed, changed, and restored to a right relationship with God. Psalm 51, 10, verses 10 through 12 says, and this, per- this is a prayer that this person is addressing to God, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Don't throw me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Uphold me with a willing spirit. World English Bible. The first two poetry books are Job and Psalms. The next poetry book is Proverbs. Solomon was the king of Israel after David. God had given to Solomon much wisdom. Much of the book of Proverbs was written by Solomon. The book of Proverbs gives instructions on how to live prosperously and what things to avoid that can ruin your life. Some of the things that could ruin a person's life, as per Solomon, are alcohol abuse, fighting and bickering, plotting to do evil or commit crimes, or adultery. The book of Proverbs is 31 chapters long. Let us look at a few of these Proverbs. The book of Proverbs teaches us the importance of fearing God as the start of all wisdom. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of knowledge, but the foolish despise wisdom and instruction. Real English Bible. 
Proverbs 1.13 says, The fear of Yahweh is to hate evil. World English Bible. Proverbs 14.27 says, The fear of Yahweh is a fountain of life, turning people from the snares of death. World English Bible. There are many snares we face in life. They can easily come from others who tempt us to do wrong. We need to stay away from people who would entice us to do wrong. Proverbs teaches us the importance of godly mentors. A mentor is a, a, a teacher, someone that we look up to to learn a specific task or um, a way of life. Proverbs 19.20 says, Listen to counsel and receive instruction, that you may be wise in your latter end. World English Bible Wise people can teach us to be wise. Wise people can give us good advice. One source of mentorship is the wise counsel of your parents. Proverbs 1.8 says, My son, listen to your father's instruction, and don't forsake your mother's teaching. World English Bible. Proverbs 11 verse 14 says, Where there is no guidance, the nation falls, but in the multitude of counselors there is victory. World English Bible. However, we need to choose our advisors wisely. Not all people give good advice. Many many people give bad advice. The Bible says, One who walks with wise men grows wise, but a companion of fools suffer harm. Proverbs 13.10, World English Bible. Proverbs 14 verse 7 says, Stay away from a foolish man, for you won't find knowledge on his lips. World English Bible. We need to stay away from people who give us bad advice. Bad advice may come from your peers at school or your peers at work. Bad advice can lead to bad behavior and bad consequences. Bad advice sometimes comes from politicians or news commentators. Foolish values can be taught in music or movies or television programs. Unfortunately, sometimes bad advice comes from school teachers or college professors because they have been influenced by secular worldviews that are contrary to God's word. While you are respectful and kind to your teachers at school, you must still practice discernment in what they teach. You need to ask yourself, is that consistent with what the Bible teaches? Proverbs 14, verse 15 says, A simple man believes everything, but the prudent man carefully considers his ways. World English Bible. We have to develop the art of discernment so we can discern the difference between good and bad advice. And the way we do that is by knowing God's word. Proverbs also teaches us the value of hard work and self-discipline. Proverbs 10, 4 says, He becomes poor who works with a lazy hand, but the hand of the diligent brings wealth. World English Bible. Proverbs also teaches vices and temptations that could destroy our life. One thing the book of Proverbs warns us about is the pursuit of pleasure. Proverbs 21, 17 says, He who loves pleasure will be a poor man. He He who loves wine and oil won't be rich. World English Bible. The danger of alcohol is talked about in Proverbs chapters 23, verses 29 through 35. 
Some of the results of alcohol drinking, as per Proverbs, are sorrow, conflict, complaints, needless bruises, and bloodshot eyes. Many marriages and families have been ruined by alcohol. Proverbs teaches us of people we should avoid. Proverbs 1.10 says, My son, if sinners entice you, don't consent. World English Bible. The context of Psalm 110 is the incitement or the temptation to commit the sin of robbery and stealing. We need to know God's word so we know what is right and wrong and stay away from people who would try to get us to do something evil. Proverbs 12:36 says, A righteous person is cautious in friendship, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. World English Bible. Proverbs 13:10 says, one who walks with wise men grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. World English Bible. Proverbs 22, verses 24 through 25 says, Don't befriend a hot-tempered man, and don't associate with one who harbors anger, lest you learn his ways and ensnare your soul. World English Bible. Proverbs teaches us the value of kindness. Proverbs 14, verse 31 says, He who oppresses the poor shows contempt for his maker, but he who is kind to the needy honors him. World English Bible. Proverbs 12:10 says, A righteous man respects the life of his animal, but the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. World English Bible. The book of Proverbs teaches us how to get along with others. Proverbs 15.1 says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. World English Bible. Proverbs 16 verse 32 says, One who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. One who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. World English Bible. Proverbs 17.14 says, the beginning of strife is like bre breaching a dam. Therefore, stop contention before, before quarreling breaks out. World English Bible. Proverb also teaches us that we must let some things just go. Proverbs 19.11 says, The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger. It is his glory to overlook an offense. World English Bible. So sometimes as people mistreat us. It's just the best thing to do. It's just to overlook it. Proverbs teaches us the importance of good values. Proverbs 16, 8 says, Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. World English Bible. The book of Proverbs teaches us the value of good friends. The Bible teaches us that the quality of a good friend is more important than having many friends. Proverbs 18, verse 24 says, a man of many companions may be ruined, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. World English Bible. Friends, kindly tell us our faults. Proverbs 27, 6 says, The wounds of a friend are faithful. World English Bible. Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend loves at all times. World English Bible. The first three poetry books are Job, Psalms, and Proverbs. Next is the book of Ecclesiastes. 
The book of Ecclesiastes was also written by Solomon. It talks of the vanity of just living for the things this life has to offer rather than devoting one's life to serve God. The book of Ecclesiastes is 12 chapters long. If all there is to life is the present and there is no afterlife, then life kind of seems empty. If there is no afterlife, then it appears the good person and bad person have the same fate. We will all die. If this life is all that there is, then humans are no better than animals because we will, when we die, we will be no more. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 warns people not to be hasty in making vows to God because we are to keep the vows we make to God. Uh, it is better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Ecclesiastes 5.5, 5, World English Bible. Ecclesiastes also, also teaches we should be forgiving of those who say bad words about us because we all sometimes say bad things about others and we should be forgiving so we can be forgiven. Ecclesiastes 5.21-22 says, Also don't take heed to all words that are spoken, lest you hear your servant curse you. For often your own heart knows that you yourself have likewise cursed others. World English Bible. Ecclesiastes also admonishes us to serve God our Creator in the days of our youth before our body begins to deteriorate and we will have less strength to serve God. We should serve God all of our lives to the best of our ability, but as we get older, our energy levels may go down. Ecclesiastes 12.1 says, Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come and the years draw near when you will say, I have no pleasure in them. World English Bible. Ecclesiastes ends with these words in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verses 13 to 14. This is the end of the matter. All has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every work into judgment with every hidden thing, whether it is good or whether it is evil. World English Bible. The first four poetry books that we have looked at are Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes. The next book is the book of the Song of Solomon, and it too is written by Solomon. The book of the Song of Solomon is a love poem about the love between one man and one woman in courtship prior to marriage and the love of a man and, a, uh, and his wife in marriage. The book of the Song of Solomon is eight chapters long. So the five poetry books are Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. Next come the 17 prophetic books. The first five of, the, are, of these prophetic books are the major prophets, and then the 12 minor prophets. Some of these prophets are before the exiles, some during the exile, and some are after the exile. Some of the pre-exilic books are addressed to the northern kingdom of Israel and some to the southern kingdom of Judah. The five major prophets are Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, and Daniel. During the next two episodes, we will look at the last 17 books of the Old Testament, which are the prophetic books. In the next episode, we will look at the five major prophets. 
Take this week to review the five books of the law in order, the twelve historical books in order, and the five poetry books in order. Thank you for joining with me and listening to this podcast. Be sure to search the Bible to evaluate all teachers, including me. Check out the website, upwardjourneybiblestudy.com, where you can learn more about this podcast and other resources for spiritual growth. Always remember to keep God first in your life. Bye for now.